Top. Oh, there we go. There it is. Now it's working. All right. All right cool. so how, how, how you doing? I'm good, Mr. Scappa. How are you? I'm doing well. So Thanks now for we're gonna... let me on the show. Yep. So now we'll get started in three, two, one. Welcome to the Scap Show. I'm your host, the one and only Carter Scappa. And today I've got another special guest episode. Introduce yourself, sir. Hi, I'm Nolan Catone. I play football with Mr. Scappa here. Yep. So on this episode, we'll be talking about, well, it'll be like an interview session, and we'll be talking Ravens according to what you wanted to talk about. Yes, sir. Now I will start with the first question. So we had a district title undefeated this year. So what was your first? What was your re- reaction to your first year playing? Because was wasn't this your first year you actually played tackle football? Yeah, this was my first ever season playing any sort of organized football. So it was um, definitely a lot different from other sports because obviously there's a lot more going on. You know, practices every day and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, you got school included with it. Yeah, it was definitely a lot to handle, but I'd say it obviously went well. I mean, we won districts, but... And then we're going undefeated as well, which was... Yeah, that was great. But and then um, why did you, you start playing it also? I start playing because all my friends, you know, said it was fun and that I didn't do a fall sport already, so, you know, I kind of just decided to go for it because I like watching football, so I was like, I might as well play too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... We got a lot of so – we're losing a lot of pieces this year. And mm-hmm. so what do you plan on doing on taking taking the next step? Well, I've been working out a lot in the off season, you know, trying to get bigger because obviously a bit small, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm just – I know that we're running a little bit low on receivers this year. So Yeah, we got a lot of – losing yeah. two for – we're losing two grads and then we've got Quinn, I know, is a lock and then – we have at least four other spots available. So yeah. It'll be open yeah. competition this year. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. But yeah, so definitely going to have to work for those. Mm-hmm. And then now for the other question is, who, which player would you say, it could be like junior, senior, whatever year, like which player would you say helped you, motivated you, and like pushed you to, your, to the best you could be this year? Um, which player? I'd say probably... Hmm, that's that's tough. Who? I would say, I mean, they didn't necessarily push me, but I'd say probably um, Trey was Newski. He was cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I lost you, sick. This happens a lot. Yo. Yo, I lost you a sec. Whoa, whoa. Yo, you got it now? Yeah, I got it. Okay, so you so you continued by saying Trey motivated you the best. So, well, how come? Um, well, I just think that you know he didn't really motivate me, but I'd say he was just fun to work with. Um, but I'd say the most motivational would probably be Andrew because you know he's kind of like the team leader mainly. And he always made sure we were, like, working hard and stuff like that. So he was just a good leader. 
Yeah, that, sound, that sounds about accurate. And then which coach would you say helped helped you out the most? Uh, definitely the combination of Little Sense and Butler because, you know. Uh, they... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they just, um, you know, they work with the JV guys a lot. And, yeah, they were just helpful. Yeah, and they and they and they push you to your all. Like it's yeah, they even do. If this was my first year as well, and I felt they really tried to work you to your limit, and there are times I got tired, and you just keep going. Yeah. And now it's time we will talk Baltimore Ravens, your favorite team. How oh, come yeah. they're your favorite? How come they're your favorite team anyway? Um. So. Pretty much, my brother liked the color purple when he was little, so we kind of just started rooting for the Ravens because of that. Oh, so, yeah, that's how I was. I, I would normally like the Saints when I was a lot younger, well, a lot, lot younger because of their gold helmets. Mm-hmm. And it was very shiny. So, yeah, we will talk about Baltimore now. They had, their year was up and, their year started up and then it went yeah. straight down. They started out, you got, Eight and three, mm-hmm. and then they lost the rest. A, yep, and then you had first. This is how it started. Yeah, you had eight and three. Justin Tucker, a sixty-six yarder over Detroit, mm-hmm. a win over KC, and you got comeback wins over the Colts and Vikings, mm-hmm. and then you had a dominant win over the Chargers. Right, and then this is when it starts going down a bit. You got Miami as a as a tough game. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh and Green Bay with going for two. Yeah. The Brown, the Browns lost, and the Bengals won, and then the final week against Pittsburgh, which took them out of the playoffs. Yeah, and those, even though those games they didn't have Lamar Jackson, their offense just did not look that good overall. They, they had a lot of injuries. I will agree with that, but yeah, there were just times they just, I guess John Harbaugh didn't trust the defense. Is all it was. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I thought the defense was pretty good this year. Was the thing they had because the linebackers. Yeah, I'd say the defense. I think the um, the D line was pretty solid, but the um, what's it called? The corners were just horrendous this year. You know, obviously no Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey towards the second half of the year. It was just everybody was getting burnt after burnt. So the defense was kind of rough. Towards the end of the year, definitely. And the offense had a lot of trouble. Their biggest weapon was Mark Andrews the whole year. They their wide receivers are really young, so they they're very inexperienced. And then the running backs had the biggest took the biggest hit this year. Mm-hmm. Because they had to go out and grab Devontae Freeman and and what's his face Lartavis Murray. Yeah, they even had the Le'Veon Bell to start of the year too. Yeah, Bell wasn't that good anyway, but... Yeah, it was kind of fun to have him, though. Mm-hmm. So now, here's the... here's. Would you agree with me on this? Is Lamar Jackson the most under-pressure quarterback this year? Is he the most under-pressure? Um, is he going to be under the most pressure is the thing? Is he going to be I'd under say he's definitely up there, but I think Baker Mayfield's probably in the hotter seat than him right now. But... Yeah. Lamar's definitely got a lot of pressure on him, you know? Because ever since his MVP year, his numbers have got have dropped. Yeah. Not even not even counting the injury, there was the turnover margins gone up, and the touchdowns mm-hmm. have gone down. So. Yeah, I th- I think they've just 
figured out his running a bit more, so he's been forced to throw a bit mm-hmm. more than he used to. So, yeah, they're yeah. starting to figure him out a bit. But I think he, over the offseason stuff, going to work on throwing a lot more, and he's going to be back mm-hmm. to – I don't know about his MVP form, but he'll be back to being great again, I think, this year. Uh, yeah, I, I think he can. Yeah, he definitely can. And now, would you? Who would you? Who's your favorite player? Like it can be all time or right now. Um, all time probably Ray Lewis, and right now Lamar definitely. Just because, really, I wasn't that big into football before Lamar's MVP year. Like I like the Ravens, but like it's kind of boring watching Joe Flacco over and over. <laughs> but seeing Lamar like turn like this average eight and eight team into like a fourteen and two Super Bowl contender, it just made me like. Love football again. I wouldn't call. Well, I, w- I wouldn't call them an average team. They were still. They were. They were, they were like. Bo- they were borderline. Play- they were borderline playoffs each year. Yeah. And, and it was always the end. It was the last game of the year where it'd be either yeah. Pittsburgh then. Oh, I remember that was the entire was end of the season that yeah. one year. Yeah. And then, yeah, if I had to pick a favorite Ravens player, I think I'd go Mark Andrews because he's an Oklahoma mm. guy. So. Yeah, that's a good one. I like him. And so, which player do you think has a bit bright future? And then, there's many young players on that, on the Ravens core, including wide receivers, defensive backs, linemen. Yeah, um, the brightest future, I'd probably say, um, the rookie uh, defensive line. I forget. I don't know which part on the D line he is. Yeah, Oa. Yeah, he Oway was. Good... He was great this year. Yeah, Oa was pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he can. I think he can be a good. I think he can be a better pass rusher later. And the thing was, I was surprised they took him that early. I thought he was. I thought he was a little overhyped going into the draft that year because he barely had any sacks right. at Penn in his last year with Penn State. And that's and he just he just had a lot of tackles. Is all he had. Yeah. And his teammate, his teammate that got picked by Washington later in the draft, got. Had most of had the majority of the sacks. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was definitely happy with him this year. He definitely won us some of those games, like that Chiefs game where he forced the fumble at the end. Yeah, that was that was great. Yeah, if I had to pick a player that could have a bright future, I could see it being. Oh, what's his face? Uh, I think that. I think it was safety Chuck Chuck Clark. I think it will have a very bright future. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely he's, under, he's under. I think he's underrated. He's not great, but he's he's good enough. He's a good player in that spot. He's not yeah. going to be one of those top rated elite players, but he'll be like right in the mix as like a good player to have in your team. Like that'll help you win games. Right. And. We'll talk about their coaching staff now. They had mm-hmm. they let Wink Martindale go, which I was surprised about that. I yeah, me would, too. I was expecting I they, um, Greg Roman to be fired, not uh, Martindale. The only problem with that was is I don't know how Lamar Jackson would do it in another type of offense. Is the thing because when yeah. they got Greg Roman, Jackson was playing when Red, Greg Roman was offensive coordinates. He's the quarterbacks he's done it with were like Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick, and Blaine Gabbard in San Francisco, where they would go a lot of running, quick passes, multiple guys in the box, and run the quarterback a lot. 
So, yeah, I, I just think um, Roman this year just showed like he just messed up like a lot. Like he didn't adjust to coverages and stuff like that. Especially that Dolphins game. That Dolphins game, I think he was terrible. That was not a good game. Yeah, that was just all around a horrible game. Except for defense. Like, defense like even even I like even I said that game would be. Like, a lot of people didn't believe me at first. I said that game was – I thought Baltimore would still win, but that game was – I knew it would be close because Miami had a lot to play for. They were – it was basically two and seven teams to the opposite. Baltimore's seven and two. Miami was two and what – what were they? Miami was two and seven themselves. Right. And they – so that's why they were more desperate in that game was, was the reason I thought Miami was – would make it close. Yeah, I was thinking we were going to blow them out because what that was the that was when that was coming off of the Minnesota win, which I was actually at, and the energy there was great. I I think it's the I think it was the Indianapolis game was. No wait, yeah, it was Minnesota. It was yes, Minnesota. Then I was thinking Chicago was after Chicago was after. Yeah, it was Chicago then Cleveland then everything went down after that. Yeah, and then they hired Mike McDonald from. He's the D coordinator at Michigan when Michigan was good this year. They got uh, two first-round talent in a job on Hutchinson. What do you think about this hire? Uh, I actually didn't hear about that. I had no idea who he um, hired for D.C. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, I, think, well, I don't really you, know about think, that, then. You think the defense will be pretty good? You think the defense will be pretty good? Yeah, I, I think so. I think we're definitely going to go defense in the draft early this year. So, oh, we'll see. I I could see yeah. them. They could go O line as well. Yeah, O line and defense. Probably. Yeah, go. we'll go to the draft. We'll talk about the draft next. So, the first round, I think there could go three options defensive end, corner, and offensive tackle would be their mm-hmm. best spot to go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I definitely say. I think they should go with corner. What's the um? What's the kid's name out of Cincinnati? The Ahmad Soft Gardner. Yeah, him. He's like really good. I've heard. Yeah, the goal, like the he hasn't allowed a touchdown in like a thousand snaps or something like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the question will be: Can how if he falls to them? Is the thing they're at fourteen, and he could he could be a borderline top ten pick. Yeah. Oh, we'll even if they don't, but even if they don't get him, here's the here's who they could get. They could get Derek Stingley from LSU. He was injured all all this year, but he but he was a legit player in his freshman year when LSU won the national championship. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty good last year. Those would be my those would be my two corners. The only thing is if you re-sign Marcus Peters or not. I think they will. I say. If they keep Humphrey and Peters, they won't take a corner first round. Yeah, probably. But if they don't bring back Peters because he suffered a torn ACL, and that's going to – Yeah, it's definitely going to affect him. Yeah. And then here's another position. They got a neat offensive tackle. They can go Trevor Penning, the tackle from Northern Iowa. He's he's a pretty good prospect. I think 14 would be high for him, but but if they just like him so much, they could definitely take him because – Stanley and Villanueva, I wouldn't trust them as my starters. Oh, yeah, Vill- Villanueva was terrible this year. He was. Yeah, he was very inconsistent with a lot of penalties, and then yeah, he Stanley, held a lot. And then, and then Stanley just cannot stay healthy. Is the problem for him? Yeah, he is. Was, was he out this entire year? I believe he yep, was. He right? was. He was gone for almost the whole year. I think he only played 
two or three games. And then you got defensive ends. They could go Trayvon Walker from Georgia. He would be if if they decide to go to pass rusher because it depends if they keep Wolf or Campbell. They're going to be free agents. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what we'll do, honestly. Yeah, this 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 is really when my mock drafts get confusing. When I get to Baltimore, that really, well, not not normally then, but normally when I get to Atlanta or Denver is when it changes it, but. Right. It depends who's the best player available to put on Baltimore at those spots. Who do you think's going to be taking first overall? Probably Evan Neal, the tackle from Alabama. Okay. I think they need to protect Trevor Lawrence. I could see Hutchinson or or Thibodeau, but I, I don't see Thibodeau going first overall. I think he his he's gone down. He's been down a lot of teams' draft boards. So I think either Hutchinson or Neal. We'll go first overall. Cool. Do you think Hutchinson's going first, or do you think Neil's going first? Um, I'll go with Hutchinson. Good one. Thank you. That's really when the draft starts. There's no clear-cut number one pick like the yeah, last few years. Not like a Trevor Lawrence or a Joe Burrow. Yeah. Or Kyler Murray. Those three, it's been consistent. Consistent. We knew he was go- who was going number one. Mm-hmm. First three years, and then so now for the last question, we got free agency coming up, and who, what players do you think Baltimore should target in free agency? I made a category. We'll each pick two, 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 two players at each position: offense and defense. So you you can go first. Who do you, who do you think Baltimore should go offensively? Offensively, I'd say. I mean, really, just. Any available lineman that is good, just go for is them. There, is there any in particular that you want, or? Nah, I really. It doesn't, have, it doesn't have to be a lineman. Like it can be any position. Like wide receiver could still you could still use some more depth at wide receiver if Sammy I mean, Watkins. Mm, yeah, I I don't think we're bringing Sammy Watkins back. So. So would you pick one of those positions? Well, actually, I saw an Instagram post today that was um, a rumor about. Your Seahawks maybe bringing DK Metcalf over to Baltimore, possibly. Mm. I don't know what you think about that. I'd be surprised. They'd have to trade him. Yeah, me too. I think I that's a bit of a stretch. I don't think it's gonna happen. Wait, so who do you pick? So who do you think Baltimore is gonna get? Um, I'll just be fun. I'll I'll say DK Metcalf. All right, all right. You want DK Metcalf? All right. You think they're gonna trade for him? Yeah, that's I do. That'll be interesting. If I had to pick a player, I could see them going. Well, I feel like they they would be the team to surprise everybody and go. I could see them going defense. I have a feeling they could go Chandler Jones from Arizona. Oh yeah, I that's, could see that's that. That's who I see them going with. Because Chandler Jones is, even though he's older, he's he was looks like MVP for the for week one, and how many mm-hmm. sacks he had on Ryan Tannehill. Right. So what about on defense? Who would you take? I mean, I think we could use a type of guy like Khalil Mack on the Bears. I think he would be great. I don't know. There are other players. You got Harold Landry from the Titans. He's going to be a free agent. And you have Vaughn Miller set to be a free agent as well. I think he'll go back to Denver probably or resign with LA. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't see him going anywhere else. 
So do you see them taking maybe Harold Landry, something like that? He's a yeah, pass rush. He, he's a good. He fits their system. Wow, he's a he's a blitzing linebacker is the thing, and they could use that. Mhm. Yeah, I could see a guy like him. All right, now, so for my offense, I think Baltimore could go. I think they'll go wide receiver or offensive line. Remember last year, their first off, oh, their first signing was that Jacksonville tight end Seth Devolve, which is. I think that was his name. Or it was Oliver or something like that. If, yeah, if I'm gonna t- if I'm gonna take a player, I think their best spot at wide receiver. Let me do a little research here. And I gotta take a little second. I could see them going maybe this stuff a load. Let's say maybe Allen Robinson. Big pickup on in free agency. All right, so that is the end of the questions. And so, looks like he cut out. All right, folks, so that's the end of the interview here. Thank you for listening to the Scap Show. I'm your host, the one and only Carter Scappa, and I will see you next time. On the next episode, goodbye, folks. Peace.